0: Hello Human Design and Astro Club, Crystal here, and I want to let you know about some new offers that I have cooking in my kitchen and Leah has selected in her market. Some offers we've had for a while and some are brand new, and you might be hearing it here first. So listen closely. Our first offer is completely free. Yep, that's right. We have put together basically a cheat sheet to help you honor your strategy and authority. And with both Lee and I having the channel of Surrender, we have developed tips and tricks to helping you really align to your design, and it's called tips and tricks to honoring your strategy and authority, and you can pick that up in the show notes down below. Now, our second offer is the next level up. After you've been honoring your strategy and authority, you then want to understand the details of your chart. You want to understand the details of learning the language of human design. So we've come up with a manual called Your User Manual to Your True Self. And we've created very easy to understand images and key terms on what makes up human design and the human design chart. If you're looking to understand your chart, the body graph, and the key terms of human design, this manual is for you, and you can pick it up in the show notes down below. Now, our next offer for you is on the variables, or like what we like to call the four transformations. And we've created many easy to digest a la carte and bundles on determination, which is your unique eating style, cognition, which is your super sense and the way your body interprets frequency, and that environment, which is where you feel whole, complete, and where you will reach your version of success on this material plane. You can pick up your variable class or bundle in the show notes down below, and please make sure you are on our email list for our variable intensive that's starting in spring. A wait list will be dropping very soon. Our next offer is our kids' class called Nurture Your Child Through Their Design, and it's all about the energy types through the lens of a child. This is great for anyone who wants to better understand how to support your child's design or even the little you um, and help you nurture that inner child. This is also great for beginners because it gives you cut and dry explanations with real life experiences of each energy type as a child. We also have a guidebook that breaks everything down, and we've added a bonus nervous system regulation cheat sheet through the variables. So you can discover that and more in the show notes down below. Now, there's two more brand new offers, so listen up. Leah and I have been meeting you guys on this podcast week after week for the last year sharing the transits only for that week and we wanted to better prepare you guys and take it to the next level we are now introducing the program plus which is very similar vibe to the weekly program but we have a full monthly forecast now that you can pick up on our website for only 11.99 yeah that's right it comes with an hour-long detailed audio on information on how to align to your design and take aligned action for the month through the transits, plus a forecast calendar and a guidebook that comes with new moon, full moon rituals, and more. Pick this month's forecast up down below in the show notes. Now, our last offer is dropping the month of October, so make sure you are on our email list to be the first to pick up our three-part class called A New Direction 2027. This is a three-part class chock full of detail on what is happening after 2027 because after 2027, the entire planet is going to go through a completely new cycle and the solar plexus will be breaking down as well as new beings will be born that will be known as the raves. You will surely want to know this information and prepare for what's to come. Make sure you are subscribed to our email list to be notified when it drops or you can pick it up in the show notes down below. And while I have you here, we have a lot of free resources on human design over at the human design website. Now, listen, I'm going to stop open throating here and I'm going to let you dive into this next captivating episode. So thank you so much for being here, friends, and I'll see you over there.
1: Welcome to the human design and astro club podcast. I'm crystal and I'm Leah. And welcome to a very special episode. I'm super excited about this. I've been trying to get this person on for a very long time and I am just shocked and amazed that this is happening right now. So (laughs) uh, I'm going to introduce her and then I'll pass the mic to her. So this is Danielle Page. I'm sure you've heard the name before and if you haven't, once you do, you're going to go Deep diving down the rabbit hole of what she has to offer because she is a conscious guide and also an astrologer. And as you know, we like to intertwine astrology and with human design. So I've been trying to find an astrologer that I felt an energetic match with, and I've been following Danielle since she, she was shocked and amazed that I said since like 2017. <laughs> so she's light years beyond of where we're supposed to even go. She's a mental projector, um, and I'm going to, I'm going to also ask Danielle, once I introduce you, if you can give us your big three and then, um, I don't know what your profile is. If you know what that is, we would love to know it be just because our audience likes to intertwine both together. So I'm going to go ahead and pass the mic over to you. And so you can tell us a little bit
2: about yourself. Oh, thank you. So my big three is I'm a Sagittarius rising at Taurus moon. I'm sorry, Taurus, I'm like, I'm getting it wrong and I'm an astrologer. Taurus sun, Cancer moon. It was a long night after my master class last night. <laughs> I know. I'm just coming back to this earth wave. So let's say that again. Sag rising, Taurus sun, Cancer moon. Um, In terms of profile, is that the numbers or mm-hmm. is that- Yes, yes. I'm a four, six.
1: Okay, actually I, I had a feeling about that. I'm okay. like, it's definitely a fourth line. I knew you were a fourth line with the way- I would
2: love to talk about that a little bit more to understand because I find that I have my people like very close to me, but I don't have, I know a lot of people, but like community has always been not, it's been hard for me to kind of cultivate in some ways um, because I see through people. (laughs) So, but I have my inner world. So is that what the four would mean? Yeah, it's
1: very, for the fourth line being in your mind, um, it's very internal. Um, like you have this internal network of these close knit people yes. that you really connect with and where you feel comfortable with, because the six line is really a people person. They really, really love their people. They're here for their partner. That's a big, yes. big, big part of their life's mission is finding the partner. Um, my husband is also a six line. He's a six two. So, and I, I know that he thinks like I'm his person and I'm like, can you put me up to that caliber because the sixth line is like you guys are all the way up here and you're still um you're still on the roof yeah um so it's like and when once you get on the roof it's like you become this observer where you're like no I don't want to party with those people anymore but you're still yeah. such a people person that you're like looking for that that soulmate Yeah. And I, I know you've talked about that a lot before, like you like to share that with your audience. And I, 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 I feel that's why I was like, is she a four, six or potentially a two, four, maybe just because you go internal a lot. Sometimes so I, I've watched you do that. And I think that's just the projector vibes. Um,
2: sure. but yeah, I, I mean, that eight cancer eight. moon at 29 degrees in my eighth house is very much a, a uh, nocturnal vibe <laughs> you know what I yeah.
1: Mean? yeah so that yeah. makes sense. and that's what i love like intertwining those parts of yourself with your astrology it really just like paints a bigger picture as a whole of like the whole version of you it's like i that's why i love human design because it's the quantum self it's the unconscious and the conscious
3: yes so yeah
1: um it what is what Go is ahead. i'm sorry leah what is her um motivation
3: um motivation is desire yes Mm -hmm. yes calm determination in case you're wondering i know you're gonna ask that next
1: (laughs) we have a lot of similarities i'm also desire motivation desire motivation is here to be the leader oh that makes
2: sense Mm -hmm.
1: and like i feel like desire motivations don't really step into that role if they even do until probably their late 30s early 40s of where people really start to see them as that as that leadership role because it's, it's, the desire, it's the desire to lead. It's a calling. I know you, and this is why I, I'm so happy that this happened because I saw you and I was like, she was called to do this. 100%. this because, because she wants to. And I actually shared this yeah. on my podcast last week I, on our podcast. I was like, I'm not here because I want to be here. I want to be here because I was called to be here. Yes. There's a difference. Would you like yes, to share that, that? I girl? share that
2: all the time. And I said, I didn't get in this to have a big Instagram following. I didn't get in this to be famous. I said, I actually always knew um, that stuff was going to come with what I'm here to do. Um, I and, you know, to be honest, I didn't even understand marketing. I mean, I obviously understood marketing, but like I didn't. I actually had very pure intentions because when I had my awakening, I stepped into this because I'm like, oh, this is my purpose. This is what I'm here to do. This is what I have to share. And then I'm like, oh, wait, and then I have to figure out funnels. And then I had to figure out, um, <laughs> you know, autoresponders. And I'm like, wait, what? You know, so yeah. I, I didn't know, I didn't really think about that stuff. But that was like, there is something beautiful being a little ignorant in the beginning, because it's pure. And then you just go out there. And because if like I, I would have known all this stuff, I probably would have been like, oh, my God, oh, my God. And that's where the human gets in the way, the mind. Right. So I was just like, exploding open going through my massive awakening at 30 which was so intense and then learning that this is my journey and that's what I share all the time you know I I do talk a lot about money now because I'm seeing that this is such a topic with people and people get so triggered and I can see how that in that getting triggered I'm like that's what's keeping people small and keeping people stuck and I talk about this because there's such this stigma of like you're doing spiritual work Like you can't be successful and you can't make money and you can't drive a nice car or something. And I'm like, well, where are these programs coming from? Like, what does this have anything to do with anything? You know, um, if if anything, you know, it's like having a nice place. um, I'm more able to support myself and take care of myself to nourish myself so that I can do this work in the world. So anyways, my point of that is I didn't get into this even for money at all. And it's just a byproduct of what I'm doing because I always knew, even when I was in the beginning, they told me spirit was like, you're going to make a lot of money. You're going to be very successful. You're going to be famous. And I'm not saying I'm famous now. So please let me back up. What I'm saying is I actually, I've been very successful in my career and because I understand what's coming because they, they give me droplets. Like, obviously there's a lot I don't know about my journey because I'm here to live it, but they give me droplets of stuff. And I know that I have not even stepped into where I'm going with my career. And that's the wild part of how much I've Mm -hmm. done. I haven't even stepped in. So what I'm saying is I know that I'm here to be well-known because it's the vibration, the imprint to help shift humanity. So it's not about me as Danielle. It's about the vibration that I carry and that needs to permeate out
1: yes i love that it's so desire much motivation and desire motivation is connected to the variables the four transformations in human design and so desire is connected to the mind part of you but it's the gift that you're here to share with the world it's the way other people see you it's the way other people call it out of you it's so in transference when you're in transference it's called innocence and innocence is where you're like somebody else will do it somebody else will take the lead i'm gonna go sit on the sidelines i don't People don't want to hear what I have to say. Um, it's when you go into the not self of who you are. And so I, I'm i also desire motivation. And I feel like two years ago, I was called to come online during 2020 when the pandemic started. And I knew that we were about to go into this huge global shift because I've been following the transits for since uh, 2014 when I started working at the Kabbalah Center. And it's, it's been mind blowing. I I've felt so safe in this whole chaotic situation. I kind of want to discuss that a little bit too, because it's been chaos obviously since before 2020, but 2020 was really the catalyst that, you know, broke the straw on the camel's back or whatever else you want to say about that. And so now we're in that, it's like we're in the birth canal right now. And we're going through this huge, not even just like huge shift of humanity. Like we're about to go through an evolutionary cycle That people don't even realize and like I I was talking to you before we got on here about 2027 and after 2027 we're going to switch background frequencies, so right now we're in the cross of planning, which is all about community all about government all about congregating all about keeping the, the, the safety of the community but it's going to shatter, it is shattering right now. We're seeing all systems crumble, right? Right? And that was the cross of planning. They developed the systems back in 1615. And so now it's like, oh shit, there's no stability here anymore. It's because this is the evolutionary cycle. This is the new storyline that we're heading into, which is called the cross of the sleeping Phoenix, which is all about the individual and that's why we're seeing all these marginalized groups rise up now why women are starting to stand up for themselves why women are also getting subjected and and trying to trying to put us back in our submissive box right But we're not going there. It's this, we're going into receptivity and receptivity is feminine. Receptivity is flow. Receptivity is fluid, right? And so that's why we are having all these shifts happen with women. And we're like, we're seeing like, it looks like we're going backwards, but it's like sometimes, like I I said in our class on our 2027 class, it's like almost like we're going up a hill Right, and but in order to get up that hill, you kind of have to back up for a second. Right, when you're going, when you're on a hill, you have to back up for a second before you can go forward. So we have to kind of right now take a look at the past, see how do we fucking get here? Sorry, I curse on here by the way. Um, how do we how do we fucking get here so that we can actually learn the lesson? Because we're at the point of a, a learning period, so that we can go through this next evolutionary cycle, which is going to be the empowered individual. So. Beautiful. What are, what are you see that that was desire motivation right there? Exactly. <laughs> so what do you so what do you um have to say about that? Cause I know you you see a lot that's happening and where we're going right now.
2: I mean, I think that it comes down to you don't need to even be an astrologer to understand that we're going through the shift. Um, why I love astrology is it gives us words. know we all make up these words anyways but it gives us words and the understanding to the cosmic rhythm and um, you know whether people believe in astrology or not there is a cosmic rhythm that runs through all of us and we breathe it in and we feel it and so a lot of people don't know um, again the wording but astrology gives meaning and understanding to the deeper cosmic rhythm and we can see that you know Pluto at the last degrees of capricorn this is a major major transit when it moves into aquarius which is going to dip its toe in and to move in next year um that is a major shift in humanity the outer planets um, are very different they are about our you know soul or they're, they're connected to our soul but also humanity's awakening And so pluto being the the intense planet that it is connected to our soul connected to transformation rebirth um, An alchemy um, it moving out of the sign of capricorn which is government and structures right it's burning everything to the ground and so we are going to see a lot more and just when it moves into aquarius next year it's not going to be the end of that there's still going to be remnants um, of a lot of structures that take time because they were you know we're dealing with a lot of 3d structures which is dense um so it's, it's gonna take a little bit more time for it to crumble. So, I mean, that's just even one simple transit that we're seeing, that there's a shift. Um, but there's also, you know, there's so much more light coming to the planet and that's why so many more people are waking up. Now, that being said, I do think as a collective, um, humanity is in a deep slumber. And I don't mean that in a rude way. I think that is just an observation and understanding. You know, I've been, I'm very fascinated with people. I observe and um, I try, listen, I'm not going to be a saint. I definitely have to work on judgment because I'm human. Um, but it's also because I, I often see things. And so I try to observe and I watch people, whether there were like four you know, the the thing in the arm or whether they were against it. I like to watch and observe and see how their mind thinks and see what humanity is doing as a whole. And yes, so many more are waking up because there's more light flooding the planet, which light is consciousness and consciousness is coming in our body. And that's where we have to do more. Um, you know, you can call it shadow work. People are like, they don't like that word, but it's all semantics anyways, whatever you want to call it. We literally have to work through our shit, you know? Um, for the light to really secure in our vessel. Um, That being said, I think humanity is in a deep slumber. (laughs) Just to kind of sum it up with that, um, there are people waking up, but as a whole, I, I don't think, and this is coming from just information I get, the consciousness is very young on earth, I believe. And again, that's not a judgment, that is an observation. And you can just see that how easily, how everyone is so wrapped up. And listen, there's nothing wrong with TikTok if you want to do TikTok dances, they're fun. They're, I mean, we're here to have fun, so like, it's all good. But I would say most people have no awareness outside of that, and it sucks you in. These are all programs that are distracting us and I'm seeing it because all they're trying to do is keep us And it's like they put the monkeys like in the ring and they keep us busy and then everything else goes on around here, right? So there's a lot of different um, layers to what's going on in society. Um, But I think there's gonna be a couple more wake up calls that are really big, that are jarring to people because not everyone's awake. But that being said, I don't believe that it is everyone's job and everyone's soul journey to, when I say awake, I don't mean as in like, oh, you get it and you're so enlightened. I mean, uh, just a deeper understanding of consciousness and to see through the BS and the program. So that's what I mean by it. And um, I don't believe it's everyone's path and not everyone is going to. And you know, when they talk about the new earth, I've definitely thought about this a lot and felt into this. And to me, it feels very much frequency. And I believe the new earth is in the, the split that everyone talks about, it's already happening and it will get more, but, you know, some people are like, there's going to be another planet, and then we leave, and they think we die, and, and, and listen, maybe, I mean, I don't know anything at the end of the day, um, but to me, it's more of a frequency, and frequency is so strong that maybe it does create some separation, right? It's like, we're trying to think outside the box. We can't think with what the information that we already know. Mm-hmm. We have to understand that this is new information. That's why I don't have all the answers, and I say that all the time, mm-hmm. and I'm not one to be I think as I got older, there's definitely things I can talk about with uh, uh, transits and I can say, okay, well, this cycle's coming through. So this, this, and this is the energy, but also with this new consciousness coming in, we can't explain this because we don't have the terminology or we don't have the word. So I don't know how it's going to play out. So I tell people when I do the year ahead r- review, you know, I did it in 2021 and that was before I knew anything about NFTs. And I don't think a lot of people were talking about NFTs. And I was talking about how, you know, crypto and and I was saying there's new technologies coming out again, did I know the word NFT? No, because it didn't come into our consciousness yet. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's the same thing with this is I don't think we even understand how things are going to play out because we don't have the consciousness yet. And I think that we have to understand that and, and be humbled to that and that we're growing and learning with that.
1: Yeah, that, that, that would,
3: I feel there's like, so I, I, many I, things that just came up I was like okay I need to remember these things that were, <laughs> I feel like there's this, this so much projectorness that I'm seeing just like you are observing like that's the projector vibe is to sit we sit here we observe everybody doing all of their things and we can be the guide for it I feel like that's what you're seeing you know you're observing people in the patterns or you're observing people and things that are happening and you're sharing that with your collective people your line four people uh, mm-hmm. from the roof you know like there's just it's really cool to hear you ha- say all of those things and then my brain is like oh that's that's
2: this and that yeah, i know i love it when i watch and movies. crystal she
3: does have the forty-three twenty-three and the 1762
2: so oh, i knew it that's what i
3: was said. i
1: knew it i was like that she has the <laughs> bullshit channel which is the yeah. 1762
3: that's what i call the bullshit. <laughs> yeah it's just like don't take it's
1: shit shit
3: I
2: call bullshit I call all the bullshit time bullshit all
1: the time and all like, the time I knew, I knew it and I said she's gotta ha-. I'm like she either has yeah. one or both or she has a hanging gate <laughs> you pull from that like no other like I see human design like in people like I see things and yeah I get
3: it yeah like I sorting it like, out <laughs>
1: it's the most bizarre thing so i just love when i get confirmation i also yeah. i'm a, it's uh, so exciting you have a defined ego so I, I i do like to stroke my ego from time to
3: time <laughs> <laughs> well, i feel like a lot of what you said too is like it is bringing the words that we don't you know, there's all of the places that you are when you're tapping into the universe or from the other side or whatever, and you're bringing that into words. It's your 4323 written, defined throw, right? You're bringing whatever is around when you're in your space, and you're bringing it into words into what people can pick up from you, which is really cool.
2: You know, uh, just for 43. one second. I'm actually curious to hear your guys' opinion. I know this is not a, a, a whole reading. And you're here to interview me but i do have a question and i think this will help your audience too i am so open you can see my entire body is open except for my ajna and my throat mm-hmm. and um it is hard for me to be um even around humans <laughs> often um so i'm just curious because i've also learned with reflectors they actually have something in their aura to reflect and mental projectors were more sensitive so because we don't have anything to help reflect so um, do you have any thoughts on that? Since I am so incredibly open and I feel everything on everyone all the time, it's like woo, it's a lot.
1: Oh okay, yeah, hold on, sorry, my Odie, I'm on a call. Where's <laughs> Daddy? No, no, no. Can you go ask Daddy? Okay. Aw. Okay. You want to say hi? Oh my God, hi. Well, now my dog's in here too. Okay. Do you want to say hi? Hi. Right. Hi. Is Otis
3: he's so cute he comes in every podcast and he has to say yeah Yeah, it's like his yeah it's like his routine to come in and just for a second he's like hi good night bye
1: (laughs) he's a generator like me we're both he's actually my mini me my other one's a manifester um (laughs) right now
2: okay i'm sorry but manifestors every manifestor they cannot communicate what is happening (laughs) they do i'm like i have a problem with them
1: (laughs) yeah it's, it's, it's tough because a lot of them are deeply conditioned and they've yeah. never been taught how to inform. um yes. I'm so for forward- like super, cool. yeah, super closed off. Yeah, their aura is closed, mm-hmm. and so for, for you, aura is
2: closed. Let's talk you, about this for a second.
1: Yeah, for you because as projectors, you guys have a penetrating aura. So what happens for you is you literally get into other
2: people's skin. I know like you wear them. It's like you try them <laughs> on, like that's <laughs> like a skin. This skin. is why I don't do readings anymore. Yeah. It's so much for me. It is, especially, you're,
1: you're so open. So. And you let's talk about the sounding board for a second as being a mental projector. And that's the that is that is the gift that you need to give yourself. Is allowing yourself so your fourth line. There's a nice synergy there, but with being a fourth line, and then also with being a mental projector, because mental projectors really need that tight knit group that that you can just soundboard off of. You can just bounce your ideas off of don't give a flying fuck what these people have to say. Yeah, I don't talking. listen to them
2: anyways. No,
1: never do. Just yeah, literally. I don't need your opinion. Don't even mm-hmm. speak. I'm just going to literally talk to you. But it's as you're talking to them, you're you're coming into this awareness of yourself of where yeah. you actually need to go. It like gives yeah. see the direction after that. What's her view, by the way, Leah? Uh,
3: personal. And- what
1: does that mean? I haven't heard that, that. That makes sense. So the view, okay, so... View and motivation are connected to the mind, on the four transformations. So there's, there's, it's a, it's like a pathway. Um, you've heard of neutrinos? No. Okay, about? so that's that's what's coming from the stars. That's what's coming from the planet. So then it, these subtom, these subatomic particles. They actually discovered them. Um, Ra Uru, who the founder of Human Design, found out about them before they were even discovered. But then oh, they were God, discovered after heard. that. So they come from the stars. And then it's um it's they they are a density, they carry this density, they go through the planets, they pick up the imprinting from the planets, and then they come to us, and then they imprint on us, and then they go out and they imprint on other people, and they're just flying around. And it's really these cosmic codes that are floating from the stars to us. And so, That's
2: so interesting. I see it very different, differently. So it's just amazing. Everyone has their own.
1: Filter. Yeah, I'd like to hear i like to hear your take on that too. But so the the way it's frequency that's all it is um and so um the four transformations is the way that you take in frequency it's it's the pathway that happens in your system with the way you take in your outside world and the steps that you can get to your evolution to your purpose and so it starts out with your brain so the way you take in information, yeah. the way you take in food, right through your brain, and that's called your determination. And then um the way that you get your t- determination is through your cognition, which, which which is the way your body interprets frequency. It's like your super sense.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And so what's her super oh,
2: what's her? body? That's why my podcast is called <laughs> that. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: that's right. Um, what is what is her what is her cognition? Outer vision, which makes total sense. Oh yeah. You see, you see, you see the patterns. You're constantly spotting the patterns. That's what outer does. That's -hmm. all you do. And then you go do, 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 do. And then so that's the way that you take in information. And then is her environment shores? Caves. Caves. Okay. Um, yeah, that makes sense as to why when you do like your moon calls, you turn the like the camera off.
2: Um Yeah, it just sort of like I'm in this.
1: Yeah, you you gotta be in this your little comfort zone.
2: Yeah. Because it's too much people on their thing. And like, I feel like we're going to do a better call if no one's looking at anything. Agree.
1: Yeah. Every Capes person should probably do a call like that. Mm-hmm. That's your correct environment. That's the yeah. only way that you're able to like actually interact correctly with other people. And also the way that you connect with people. Your environment is also the way you nourish yourself. So after you go into your correct environment, then you're going to meet the correct people, which is going to give you your correct view. And that's where we enter the mind. So it goes determination. It's like a pathway. So determination with your cognition into your environment. And then you move over to the third path, which is you. And for you, that's the way you see the world. That's the lens that you wear to see the world. And so the way that you see the world is through personal. And it's your personal story. It's a six line, just like how you're a six line. Each of those four transformations is connected to a line. Um, And so- with having personal view, it's really about being in your story and sharing your story, your experience, so that you can help other people see direction. It helps you give other people direction. It also helps you give yourself direction, because when you're in transferred power and and you're playing the hierarchy card, with like people being above and below, that's when you really can't see clearly. That's when you're stuck in the mind and you can't see where you can go. It's when you can come back to your personal story, then you see movement. And that's when you reach the motivation, which is desire. And then that's the desire to lead. So it's, I love that you really are like in your essence, like really when you can see people in their correct view, cause that's where we get distracted, right? In the mind when we enter the mind. So when you're really, really able to be in that personal place and always coming from, I'm sharing my personal experience. I'm sharing my personal story. I don't care what the fuck your story is. Yeah. I'm going to share mine. That's when you're correct. That's when you're the most correct.
2: And that's what I just do naturally because I'm yeah. intrigued to myself because of all the work that I've done. And then I continue to do the work. So I know it feels right. I mean, my book that I'm writing now is on awakening and it's about my awakening that I went through and everything that I wish I learned. At the time, which I, you wish know, I knew and sharing to help everybody be human on earth. Right. So it's like these are this, this is what I learned so far on the journey. And I could even see as I get older and older, I mean, it's just like, holy shit, this wisdom that is coming through. It's just like, you know, it's just crazy. So I'm very curious when I turn 50 off the roof how that's going to be. And that coincides with Chiron return. So that's just going to be wild.
1: Yeah. And so when you were talking about like the best way for you to really deal with how you're so open yeah. um, and being a mental projector, aside from like really making sure that you have that tight knit, tight knit internal network, because that's really what, what what's going to save you with being able to use your authority, your mental authority. Um, but it's that environment. Mm-hmm. Really, when you can be in that, like for you, you really need to be in spaces in more in, indoors where there's not, and it's, I'm, so, I'm so curious of what happens for you when you have that, because you have on in your apartment, all those windows that you can overlook the beach, which I think is great for um, cathartic purposes of being able to see out to the world because that's when you can really release. Great, your transferred environment um, is mountains. And so, and my wet environment, transferred environment. So you're, it would be considered and I don't find anything to be incorrect but just for word purposes, um, like your incorrect environment of where you probably okay. gotten sick before and have probably bumped into the wrong people. That would be your transferred environment. But I like to use my transferred environment of this. I, we teach classes on variables. So I like to, for um, I teach in our class that I like to use my transferred environment for cathartic purposes so that I can use to release the not self. Mm -hmm. I I have a creek in the back of my house. My transferred environment is shores. Um, And so I have a creek in the back of the house. And I used to do this when I was a little girl. I would go and sit by water or stare out a window and just cry and just allow my mind to just run so that I can really see what, what am I working on right now? So I like to go into my transferred environment so I can just see what I'm working on so I can release that version of me so that I can go back into my correct environment, which is kitchens. And I can create kitchens are alchemists. They're witches. I'm I've always considered myself to be a witch. I've always had this really weird part about me. And that's the correct part about me the, of where I really can alchemize energy. And so after I can go ahead and de- decondition and, and release in that shores environment, then I can come back into my, my real environment and create again and create art and create classes and create all these things and these tools for people to help live a better life and so I kind of see those that that shores view for you because that's very mountains to me
2: well let me explain this my place is actually very much a cave um when I was looking and I saw it and I was like oh I knew this was it um not to mention spirit gave me this in a dream the night before I saw it and then I saw it I'm like (laughs) here you are but it's because when you walk in The only windows are facing out. There's no back windows and there's no neighbors looking in. I could be naked on my balcony and the way it's set up, nobody can see it. I'm literally, and I'm higher up on the floors, so nobody can see in. So it actually is a cave. It's totally because a lot of the places in Miami, I was looking and it's like the balcony and then you have the the neighbors here and then they're like looking down and they're like, hi, and you can like pass like the mustard and you're like, oh my God, this is like so invasive to me. Even if they're like the nicest people, it was so invasive to me. And I'm like, oh my God, it stressed me out. And like literally my agent at the time, first one, she, Like, didn't, didn't want to work with me anymore because everything I was like, no, no, no. Because, like, I just knew energetically it's now gonna work. She's like, it was fine. I'm like, no, it wasn't. You don't understand. So when the it, there is <laughs> nobody can see it literally. I can walk around naked all day long. I don't face um, the other street. There's no, um, this the way this unit is set up, um, it's only out and nobody can see it. So, it's actually very much a cave.
1: Wow, okay, that that makes more sense then because yeah. even though it is. Okay, so and like everything is nuanced, though, right? Yeah. Like, yes, say like, oh, you're like you only need to have one window or no window yeah. like to live in, like a closet or something, yeah. something like that. <laughs> like that—that's being like too much in the box. So I really love that you explained more of your setup. That it's literally just those windows, and then everything else is internal and in else. because security is the number one thing for a caves person number
2: one thing that's why a lot of these other places listen miami can get a little sketch oh i know (laughs) you know and i was like oh i'm not living here alone and i feel so secure it's like fort knox in my building I love and i feel so safe in so many ways and even during the hurricane i felt so safe because i'm like i'm okay i felt bad for everyone else but like i'm in like literally fort knox like i said so um. Yes. Yeah, so important. And it actually to throw this out to the audience. So I lived in before I moved here. I was eleven years in LA, and I moved in when I didn't have any money. I moved to the small rent controlled apartment, and then you know I was building my business, going through my awakening, and over time I started making more money. And then I was like, okay, you know, it's time to leave. But I didn't leave until I found the right thing. Mm-hmm. But the, the reason why it worked for me, it was like it was like a little cottage. And it was very small, but it was actually, it felt like a womb to me. So then once I decorated oh, it, nice. it made it cute and cozy. It, it was so tiny. And like people would come in and be like, I can't believe you lived here for that long. I'm like, I know. But it was, I did because I'm a cave person. And I like, it actually, like I grew into the woman I am from this little womb. Yeah. So I, that's why it totally worked for me for so long.
1: Because your environment is actually where you meet your success. If yes. you're in your correct environment, even if it looks insane to other people. Because yes. for caves people, you guys are one of, on. if I could be honest, yeah. one of the most bizarre environments for me to observe. <laughs> because you guys are so like yeah. internal. And it's like, yeah. you're, you're fine being in a closet. Like totally.
2: <laughs> Actually, I love it. And like when I go to Airbnbs, if I'm renting with friends, Like sometimes they'll give me like, you know, if it's like my younger friends, they'll give me like the master bedroom. And then sometimes I'm like, I might want that one. If it's like, it feels like like, actually in a room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, it's, I'll, I'll take that one.
1: <laughs> yeah. So it looks bizarre to like, all, like, especially all the other environments. Another capes person will be like, Oh, it's when we get it. Like we yeah. can chill in the bathroom. Like is your bathroom one of your favorite places to be? Um,
2: well, my bathroom is beautiful. It's all marble. It has a beautiful tub, you know, a rainwater thing. It's, it's like gorgeous. It looks like, you know, something in Dubai. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm here for it. So I do a hang out in the bathroom. Um, it's big. Um, yeah. So it's not like a normal bathroom as you would see in an apartment. It's like gorgeous, you know? So I'm like, I'm here for this. <laughs> mm-hmm. But also I have to say with the cave, I saw, and this is where intuition I believe comes in too, You know, I saw over time how my energy field was literally hitting the walls. Mm-hmm. And I knew that for me to go to the, my Alexa level of expansion, I needed to get out of there because it was like, it served its purpose and energetically. And people would like laugh at that. Like I told my family and they're like, what? You know, they don't understand anything, right? But my energy field was hitting the walls and I said it was keeping me small Mm -hmm. and I needed to expand. And I said, I'm not moving until I find the right place. And then I find this gorgeous place that is like literally insane that thousand times more expensive than I thought because I moved at the peak in in Florida when everyone was moving. But I'm like, this is where I got to go. And this is my place. And it felt right and everything lined up. So I was happy to spend that money. I was happy I had the money to spend. On it. And um, it's so expansive. It's like my career even took off to another level. When oh, yeah. Did, like to a whole yeah. other level.
1: I believe it. Because that's mm-hmm. like and people don't realize how important mm-hmm. your correct environment is to be in, because that is really where you have the opportunity. It's an opportunity to meet the correct people so you can reach your version of success, not somebody else's. And especially with being a projector, that's the signature is success. Absolutely. So, with how ha- and that's for a projector to really understand where the correct environment is and honor it. Like people telling you, oh, why don't you get like a bigger place or blah. No, you knew what was correct for you at that time, and you knew when it was time to find the next cave. Totally. And no. To settle.
2: No, and- I I looked for a long time in Florida, and I mean there was a lot of things I passed up. Like I said, I even went through a real estate agent because she she was like done with me, and I was like. Okay. <laughs> And then I found another amazing one that was more aligned. But that being said, I want to also share, because a lot of people might not know. So my background is interior design and architecture. I know. So I want to start with when I was younger, I literally used to get grounded all the time because my parents would come in my room and it would be in the middle of the night. Like if I couldn't, not middle of the night, you know, maybe like a little bit later than I should be sleeping. And I would just move my room around. And I, it happened, I, was, I would move all my furniture and they were like, how did you move that? And I'm like, it just needed to be moved. And I didn't know at the time that I was moving with the energy of my house, right? Mm-hmm. Because there was a lot of like heavy yeah. stuff in my house, a lot of sadness I was dealing with and that was going on that I was absorbing, being a sponge. And so I started moving energy around the house and then it moved into interior design because I see how important this design is. So now I'm merging and I'm creating a course on interior design and energetics. So oh, it's totally, because so I literally have a master's in interior architecture yeah. and energy. So yeah. I think that's, that's coming next year. Okay.
3: Very cool. Yeah. My mom used to tell me to do that all the time. She yeah. would like encourage me to move things. Even now she's like, she told me to put my desk here. My desk is my markets. Cause that's my environment. And she's like, here is the best facing direction for you. Like she's teaching me all the, um, what is the word for okay. it? Okay. Yes, exactly. And she's, she's like, okay, look at your room. Like, where is that? Where's the direction? I had to look up, you know, my information and everything. Yeah. And like, anytime I move stuff or I like sort, sort things it it kind of troubles my family, but I'm like, that can't be there anymore. Like that has yeah. to move.
2: It has to move.
3: I always moved my room around in college too.
2: Yeah, It's so important. It's the energy, but I also want to touch on one more other thing. So, you know, that my best friend is a mental projector as well. So literally my best friend in the entire world. And so we called each other all the time. It's mainly me because she's a little more quiet than me. And I'm like, okay, I just need a mental project. And so I'm like, I need a mental or I'll text her. I need a mental project. Are you free in 10? And so I literally just like blah, 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 blah. And then she's like, you good? I'm like, yeah, we're good. And she's like, anyways, I'm like, no, I listen to you when I need to, because I trust her information. But usually I just need to mental project. So, and then she'll say the same to me. So it's like to have that. And we literally just mental project on each other. And
1: also externalize because as as a fourth line, it's very important for fourth lines to reach out to their network. So there's a nice, there is, you have a, you have a really nice energy in your design. Oh,
2: that's beautiful because I struggle with um, being so open. So that's nice to hear. It's actually one of the biggest things I struggle with is the energetics of how sensitive I am. And people don't realize because I have a very strong voice and very Strong energy. They see the they don't, they don't see, realize, I should say, how sensitive I am, unless you are good friends with me and you're around me all the time.
1: Yeah, I could tell. I I could see the caves and the cancer moon and you and all that. Like all, it just it makes so much more sense now that we have confirmation of it. Cause like I've watched where you do have to go internal a lot of times, and where yeah. I watched when I've taken your classes where you close the screen so no one can see you. And people yep. are like, are you gonna
2: show up on the screen? You're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I astrology Mystery School. Did you take, were you in that? I didn't take that one, no. Oh, cause I did that. It was funny. We were teaching the 12th, I was teaching we. We, who's we? Me and Spirit. We were I always say we, cause literally I'm getting information. Um, I'm teaching the 12th house and the 12th house is like hidden, right? And that day I didn't put it together. And that day I was just like, I don't feel like being seen right now but I'm going to share the information and channel it. And then someone's like, that's hysterical that you're teaching the 12th house. I'm like, that's, that's close. I mean. Cause I literally get into character and I didn't even realize it, but I'm like, I'm not being seen today, but I'm teaching you the 12th house. And I'm just like, zoom, 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 like downloading.
1: My, <laughs> son, my son's in the 12th house. My I'm, oh, I'm a Sag,
2: Sagittarius.
1: Oh, um, no. And so I, I always feel like I'm in the dark. I tell people like, <laughs> <laughs> when people are like, I'm afraid of the dark, I'm like, Bitch, I live in the fucking dark. Yeah. Like, yeah. I I see things that you have yeah. no idea yes. what I see. Yes. Yeah. Connected to Pisces. And like, I've always, and I've always, I always found it interesting that I've always felt this warmth with Pisces. I've always felt at home with them. Mm-hmm. Um, that's because that's where I live, is yeah. in the house.
2: So it's, it's a very interesting combination 12th house, um, Sagittarius. It is very, very psychic, you know, very like blast off. Where's your moon?
1: Um, my moon is in aries and that is in uh, um it's, it, i have a lot of things that are bordering houses and i really identify with both houses that i use prefer. whole signs
2: so i don't do borders yeah, yeah i know
1: um but so i'm in it's it, i think if it, for whole signs it would be in the third third house i think it's a third house If that I'm would in. make
2: sense for podcasting
1: I'm like a very handsy person I'm like always like talking like this and I'm like my husband thinks I'm so annoying but I'm like this is how I
2: communicate David
1: that's
2: that Gemini
1: energy (laughs) yeah on the other side so um before I because I know I don't want to take up too much of your time I want to talk about what are the important, what's the importance of the trans and the, the new beings that i heard you talk about coming like about a year ago? I want to, I want to touch on that and wrap up. And our audience is a bunch of weirdos. So be as blunt, <laughs> open, or you could be as secure as you want to be with this information.
2: Well, I never hold back. That's the first thing about me. Let me just plug in my phone. <laughs> my computer. I never, I never hold back on anything. You so you'll never, very, rarely you'll see me hold back. Um,
1: I didn't think so, but. I no. always like to respect people's privacy.
2: Yeah. Oh, you want me to share about my daughter coming through? Yeah, we can talk about that. I'm very open. Um. Okay, so importance of transits. Transits are so important because they are the cosmic weather. Again, whether we believe it or not, it's still happening. I said, I actually love people that don't believe it. Cause I'm like, oh, okay, let's pull up your chart. Let us look at your transits. Okay. You were going through depression. Your career probably changed here. Maybe you moved and they're like, how'd you know? I'm like, I don't know. Astrology's not real. I wouldn't know. No, <laughs> so I love to, you know, I, I don't know. Astrology is bullshit. So how would I know? Um, So we are feeling the cosmic weather. So it's just literally like how we just went through a hurricane in Florida here. Um, You know, the, the transits show us, okay. Is. Is it going to shake? Is there going to be earthquake? Is the the wind coming in? You know, what's it, it, what's happening? And, and that's where you learn astrology. You learn the different layers because there's like mundane things with the transits and then there's higher consciousness of what is it actually teaching us, right? What is the, what is the big lesson here? And I love transits. I teach that actually in my level two astrology mystery school, because they are the game changer. They're the heart of astrology of really understanding that's why this is like, that's why I'm feeling this. This is why this was a hard time in my life. This is why I got a divorce. This is why I got married at this time. You know, um, it's it's all there. And again, the, the transits don't ever say, you will do this, but we respond to them. So based on where we are in our journey and our journey of consciousness, um, it's gonna be a very different story. So like right now, if I had a Uranus transit, because I'm aware and I understand Uranus, I would go through it very differently rather than maybe, you know, 20 years ago, it was completely unconscious. It would like throw me through a loop and throw me on the ground. Maybe I would lose my house. And then this, it's like, all these things would happen. Right. And here I would understand that this is an awakening for my soul. Mm-hmm. And right. So I would channel the higher octave of the energy. So yes. transits are beautiful. They show us what's coming in. And um, you know, we're in Mercury retrograde right now. It's going direct um, on Sunday and um, we're, we're in, going into eclipse season and eclipse season is where everything gets, you know, and, um, I'm excited for this eclipse season. I do think there's going to be some shit though that goes down in the collective, of course, you know, um, unfortunately, or fortunately, because that's just how we move along on the journey, but, um, I'm excited on a personal level for these, because I think this is, um, it's going to be a nice little push. Um, okay. And then in terms of the beings coming in. So, Here's the thing, Um, it's so interesting. I think because I don't have children right now is that I am a clear channel to this information because there's no like, I think sometimes, and listen, you, you can do it anytime, but I think because I kind of don't have an attachment to it that they're coming through Um, and I've just been getting information. So what I've seen is it will in 2018 or 19, I first started having communication with a little girl in spirit that introduced herself as my daughter that's coming through in this lifetime. So um, I she told me her name. She told me to look it up. She shared information with me. Um, She's a little bit more in the background or like stand back now because there's other things I'm focusing on. But she's always helping me along the journey and giving me information when I need it. So she's coming through. um, She's waiting um, for my father, for my father, her father. (laughs) She's waiting for um, her father. um, And that's coming in very soon as well. Um, With my journey, it's been very much of a divine timing thing that I've had to surrender to um, because it's my work in the world and what I do and my purpose and my path is beyond my free will so we always have free will and I have free will every day but there are very important things especially for me considering this is um, a very high likelihood of that this is my last lifetime on earth um, and I say very high likelihood because we don't know anything for sure but that's information that I've gotten that my soul is choosing to not come back that's why it's been very intense for me in this lifetime because I had to move through a lot of experiences and lessons and we can call it karma or we can call it whatever you want um, I just had to have the duality of these experiences and then moving into the second half of my life is very different and it's already starting. So that being said, um, I've been talking with my little girl, I actually wear her name on my necklace. And, um, besides that, cause she doesn't come through all the time to me. Um, and also that came through to me, not like a medium or anyone I went to, like she just came through to me and I felt her in my arms as if I was holding her, um, I felt her in my heart, I should say, as if I was holding her in my arms. It was so powerful and it made me cry. And I felt a deep connection to Judaism that I've never actually felt before, even though I'm Jewish. This lifetime for me is very much like I've been there, done that. Um, but my soul did choose that. Jewish? I am Jewish, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, I, but I don't practice. Yeah. Um, I'm Because I've been a rabbi many, many lifetimes. And my soul mm-hmm. comes from deep Kabbalah and mysticism. And this lifetime for me has been... Um, very much we're done with that where we don't um, subscribe to the limited view anymore even though there's deep wisdom embedded in that so Mm -hmm. my soul was like we're kind of done with this so I don't really um, celebrate anything um, in that sense and when she came through I felt a deep connection to Judaism that I've never felt before and um, I understand that we've been together many lifetimes through this so it's it's very beautiful okay so that being said um, I started, I think it started at the airport. That might have been the second time. I was at the airport one time waiting and all of a sudden I just started getting all this information about the babies coming in. And the babies coming in and have been coming in are, they're very different in the sense that their DNA is a little bit more activated than us. Like we have a lot of dormant DNA, junk DNA, it's stuff that we don't even know about and we're wondering why. And so this journey of awakening is us activating um, things that are dormant, things that are kind of put to sleep, right? So we're awaking that up and they're coming in more activated. They're also coming in with more experiences in the sense of they they don't have to move through. I'm just going to call it karma because I don't really know another word. And I think everyone kind of understands what that means. Um, They don't really have to move through tons of karma like we do. Their journeys are going to be different and they're coming, they're a different frequency and they're coming to the planet to help. And I've even got that information um, from my daughter. She, I was like, you want to come here? <laughs> I'm like, what? Just just checking before. And they want to come here because their frequency is different. So they're bringing their frequency to earth to raise the vibration. So, um, and I also know that, and this is from my experience with this one situation, with this, um, you know, she's helping me break the family lineage of some pain and some trauma that was passed down. And we're not going to have to go through that. And she's not going to have to go through like my, how my childhood was of my, um, you know, deep programming and being unconscious and then waking up and going through deep pain and sadness. Um, She's not going to have to go through that. And then that's why also why she's waited for me later in life. So I can, she can come in at a place when I am financially stable with my partner and um, worked through a lot of the pain and the trauma. And so it's a very different vibration because we're also going to be doing some work together as well. So, um, it's really beautiful. It's really beautiful. So I know there's a lot of doom and gloom about what's coming. Um, but these children that are coming in are very different and they need to be nurtured different. They, they need to come to um, families, um, mothers that are, when I say awake, uh, that are doing the work that are aware and they, they're not going to project their lives and their own shit onto the children. Like, oh, like let's say, oh, I never was a dancer. So my kid needs to be a dancer. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, that's not my journey. I'm not here to project my unhealed stuff, right? So they're coming to people that are awake because they need this kind of environment. They're very sensitive, incredibly sensitive. Oh yeah. The toxicities here. So it's very different. That's why I'm also really grateful in a way that I went through Lyme disease and it was horrific. Very horrific, um, but I learned so much, and so I learned um, even more with my body and sensitivity. So I know that the babies coming and need that need that nurturing.
1: Oh yeah. Um, so the founder of Human Design, he he got from he called it the voice that would tell him the global cycles, the past, present, and the future. And so he talked about these new beings that are coming, and he calls them the Raves. I've heard
2: that,
1: yeah. And so there's they're supposedly coming after 2027. They're gonna be born to specific people. A lot of the people they will be born to, it's all just obviously theory at this point cause nothing's happened yet. Yeah. Um, but that they're gonna be born to some people that are not gonna want them cause they're gonna look physically very different. Um, and so a lot of them might be shipped off to like facilities. And it's when they get shipped to the facilities that they're gonna find each other because it's actually they're they're gonna be forming a pentastyle group. And the gifts that they carry, they're not gonna be able to do on their own. It's going to be with each other. So once they get into this penta, that is when they'll be able to activate those frequencies that you're talking about, that they're they're different. There's there's stuff running through them that um, the dormant stuff that's in us. I've seen others like we have we're nine centered beings now. And how there's actually another center, another chakra in our hands that are not activated. Um, I've seen them and it's very creepy, but supposedly they're going to be able to activate that center um, and they're going to be able to move things, um, you know, like telekinesis and
2: with yeah. their mind. I and- mean, that's where we're moving to. It's not actually that foreign. We're just asleep to it.
1: Right. Mm -hmm. I saw, it looked, so when I saw it in my hand, it was like gray and I could tell in like my, my mind conceptualized that as that it's dormant and that that's off. Like we don't have access to it in the, the vehicles that we're, we're built with currently right now. Um, but that these new beings that are coming in, they will have that, that activation code or whatever it is per se. That's going to be able to move things and it's going to scare a lot of people.
2: Um, and I. Absolutely. Because most people don't understand about half of this stuff. So I can see it scaring people. I'm going to be there with like bells and whistles. Oh yeah. (laughs) I got
1: the getaway car. (laughs) I will will be picking up these babies as (laughs) as people drop them off. And mm-hmm. I will I will care for them. Like that is yeah. that is my desire. My like very 12th house of you. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I think that's really important why we're here doing this work, like all of the all of us helping other people and getting the awareness out there. Like that's what will help them be more supported because we are breaking chains. We're letting go of old patterns. Like the the more we put work into ourselves, the more we're helping the future generations. And is gonna come, like all these beings are going to be supported most of the time. I mean, obviously not all, but like whatever whatever capacity that we're able to support them. If we're doing this work now, we're helping you know, more and more people yeah. to be aware. Absolutely. Not everyone's gonna be on board, but. Right, yeah. <laughs> it's
1: definitely gonna people. people. There, really, there really is gonna, I mean, we're already seeing it happen now with the division of people and it's not gonna change. We're not gonna be able to bring all, not everyone's gonna come with us. So then it's cycle. It's just not going to happen. And I used to feel like I had to like, everybody get
0: on the life raft right now.
1: <laughs> like, get on. Like, here we go. But now I'm just like, if you want to come with me, I know where we're going. I can take you. But if you don't, then I'll yeah. see you later. I, I can't, we can't convince anybody anything even if we see where we're actually going, which desire can't I
2: also think we have to understand that as much as we think we know where we're going, we don't because we it's not here yet. It doesn't yeah. look like how we even think. I think that's a really important thing is we can understand the frequencies of where we need to move to, but as it evolves, we evolve and we learn. I think that's like a really important thing that people should understand.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, I saw the pandemic happening in 2018. Mm. And I just didn't know like how you were saying, like, I didn't know the language and the how all everything was going to fit together. But I was I was getting messages for my guides to start they kept saying retreat, they're like retreat, retreat, get yourself together, get yourself in order. I'm like, why are you telling me this? And like, I would see visions, but I wouldn't but because we had never been through this experience before, I didn't know the exact player. And it's
2: sometimes not in our consciousness, you know, in November of 2019, I came on and I'm like, I did a story on Instagram. Once I started looking at the transits and I was like, Oh shit guys. And I was like, I don't know how to say this, but there's, and I literally have the video still. I said, there's going to be some shit going down and the universe is going to get our attention. And I'm like, uh and like I didn't want to say too much because I'm like I don't know how to like not scare them but I was like okay you know so yeah
1: yeah well I thank you so much for coming on this is been- a treat and I'd like you to tell your audience or not your audience our audience excuse me yes. are like what, what are words today I say that all the time what are words? I have, what are I have an open throat um <laughs> but- <laughs> anyways can you tell our audience where they can find you, how they can connect with you? Because I know that if they, I'm sure they already know, but if they don't, they're going to want to know. Yeah. So.
2: Um, so I'm on Instagram at I am Danielle Page, P-A-I-G-E. Just be mindful that when you follow me, you'll probably get fake accounts that follow you that are not me. I'll never DM you for a reading. I don't have that much time in my life to <laughs> get readings for people for $30. Like don't pay anyone. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's just the first thing. My website is Danielle Page. And I'm um, joining my email list um, because on Instagram, you don't see a lot of things anyways. Um, I have a podcast that definitely need to start doing more of. <laughs> and um, yeah, we'd love to connect.
1: Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on. And,
3: you know, thank
2: you so much for having me. I appreciate it.
1: Thank you. Leah, do you have any last words?
3: No, just thank Never you for been. coming. This is awesome discussion.
1: Thank you so much. <laughs> Well, I guess we'll see you guys over on the next one. Have a great day. Bye, guys.
3: Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Crystal and I are really here as defined hearts to provide value to you with our unique insights. If you have found any of this episode valuable to you, we ask that you share with a friend Tag us with a highlight on Instagram and write us a review so we can reach more people. Human design and astrology are tools to guide us toward our transformation. You are a unique and beautiful being, and we encourage you to let that light inside of you shine bright. See you in the next episode, friends.